Welcome to the Modern Mystic Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Shauna Drew. Listen each week as Shauna answers listener questions and provides valuable insights to help you start, build, and grow the magical business of your dreams. So let's get started. Hey, welcome back. This is Shauna, and I am so excited to be here today. And I'm even more excited because I actually have. John here. Okay, thanks for bringing the enthusiasm. I am here with John. Just to let you guys know, we are pretty busy. We kind of have crazy schedules most of the time. So there are going to be some podcasts that are with John and then some podcasts that are just me. But besides that, it hasn't really been a crazy week here. We've actually been blessed. There's been no fires put out. Yeah. The weather's been nice. Things are going smoothly. I like it. Let's keep it going. Yeah, just waiting for the ball to drop now. So don't want to jinx it. So we're going to just hop right in. John, can you read the question for today? Yeah, we got a great question here today. Let me go ahead and read this. All right, here we go. Hi, guys. So here's my situation. A few years ago, I opened a crystal shop on Etsy. It was my first time starting an online business, and I was super excited. It took a long time, but I finally grew it from a part-time gig to my full-time job. This is what I always dreamed about having. The problem is, I actually hate my customers, and I... Whoa. Whoa. Wait, whoa, whoa, what? (laughs) What did you just say? Wow, okay, that feels weird reading that. Okay, (laughs) I actually hate my customers, and I feel so guilty saying that. They are never happy, they are always complaining and wanting refunds or free stuff. They get super upset when things get lost in the mail, which I have no control over. I seriously get anxiety every time I see a new message in my inbox. I really don't know what to do. This is my dream business and I don't want to quit, but I am so frustrated and stressed out because of my customers. I don't know if I can make this work. Any advice? Thanks so much. Okay. Dang. All right. Yeah. So this is a great question, actually, because this is something that everyone who is in business can relate to. No matter what your business is, online, in person, a service, you're selling a product, you are going to have customers. That is the difference between having a hobby or a passion or, you know, just something you love to do and a business. A business involves people, people that are purchasing your services, your products, your offerings. And so, yeah, this is inevitable that you're going to have to deal and interact with other people. And this is honestly something I hear a lot and it kind of surprises me because, I mean, personally, I'm super grateful for every customer we have. You know, this business, all my businesses wouldn't have been possible without customers. Every person who purchases something from us, I'm super grateful for. But I can also understand how people can kind of get caught up in just seeing the worst. I'm putting that in like, quotation marks of their customers, you know, because let's talk about like a typical week. What could happen with your customers? Like, yeah, you could. Yeah. Let's just Monday morning you wake up and wake up. There's a bad email from a customer. You know, they're, they want a refund. They're not happy with your service or product. You go back and forth with them. It doesn't go well. It doesn't end well. So there you go. That's the start of the day. Then the next day, you know, you see a bad review on Yelp. You see some negative comments come in on social media the day after that, there's more of the same, another, you know, bad email, another bad review, something like that. And next thing you know, you've had a string of bad interactions. You know, that's a rough week. Like, really is. Like, that That hurts, you know? But Yeah. 
could see like, I mean, that's happened to everybody. I mean, that is actually a pretty typical week <laughs> for yeah. a lot of businesses. And especially if you're at a certain level, you're you're having a lot of business, that's going to happen. Yeah, there's no way around it. I remember hearing a thing where it's something like for every one compliment you get, or sorry, for every one bad interaction uh-huh. you have, it's equal to getting five compliments. Yeah. So just like those, you know, several negative interactions over a week hold such a higher place in our mind than probably all of the positive interactions and the actual sales and the good like sessions or whatever you've had with your clients that week. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, you might hear that question the client asked and say, you know, that that will never happen to me. That's not how I feel about my customers. But like, just like the hypothetical example we just explained, like it can creep in and it can happen in a short period of time. And then it can like taint everything going forward that you create and that you put out there. You'll have this lens of like, oh, my customers are no good. They don't open my emails. They don't buy my stuff. And yeah, it's just something you really got to be mindful of. Yeah, because, you know, I heard this one time and I, I really like it. Your beliefs are just thoughts you have over and over again. And I really like that description of beliefs. So when you're having that thought over and over again of like, oh, oh, another email. I don't want to answer this. Another unhappy customer. These are all building these beliefs that brought you to this place where you're at now where you're like, I hate my customers, which I'm so like, let's kind of walk through how do we step back from that. First thing I would like for you to address is kind of what is in your control in this situation. Now, there are things like you listed in the question that were like, I can't control like when the mail carrier like loses the package. You know, I can't control if uh, the customer expected something different from like the photos I because that there is that can happen. You can see something online and then actually like holding it a different experience Especially or whatever. Especially with the crystal. It has natural, you know, blemishes. Yeah, they're not all going to be yeah, the it's, same. It's, it's... Yeah. But what is in your control is how you choose to react or respond to each one of those situations. So when you get that super upset email from somebody asking for a refund, you get to control. Am I going to react and feel offended and take it personally and be pissed off at the situation? Which that's normal. I mean, that's like, reaction you're probably going to have that most people would have in that situation. But taking a breath there, taking a beat, centering yourself instead of just automatically writing back this really like, well, these are my policies, email, taking a breath and choosing how do I want to respond? Yeah. How can I respond with love? Really, I'll tell you exactly what I do when I have an upset customer. I try to put myself in their shoes. So let's say this this happens a lot. I'm going to use MMC as modernistic content as an example here. Somebody buys some products from us. They're super excited to get their membership login t- details. They go to their email and there's nothing there. They wait a little more, they refresh the email, nothing there. They search for the thing, nothing's there. They're starting to get frustrated. They were so excited, they can't get in. They'll reach out, they send an email to our support email, and then they get an auto response. It's like, we'll respond in 12 to 24 hours. They're feeling pretty pissed off at this point and wondering if they're being scammed or whatnot. So when I get that super angry email from them, first I try to put myself in their shoes and... I'm like, huh, if I was them, 
I would feel super frustrated and, sure. and disappointed at this paid, point. You just paid money. Yeah. You, you were it said instant order. access, yeah. and now I can't. It makes sense. And so the first thing in that email, I'm going to acknowledge what they must be feeling. I'm going to also like apologize. I mean, that's just the person I am. I'm going to be like, I am so sorry for the hassle this has caused you. I understand you must feel so frustrated yeah, and key. disappointed right now. And I totally understand that. And then I tell them, I'm going to do everything within my power to make the situation right for you. And I do. And I would say 99% of the time, people are really, it totally changes the tone of the conversation by empathizing with that person, bringing to that conversation, you know, putting myself in their shoes, responding with love, even if they've responded really angrily to, to me. Yeah. That just can totally change the energy of that interaction, even if it's just through email. For sure. Yeah. And I've seen it. You have a chance. You have an opportunity every time one of those comes in to turn this person into like a raving fan. You really have a chance to like turn this whole situation around and create a lifelong fan. But I will just give you some really, you know, tips that are going to help you just technically with your business. Whenever I get an email, we have an ongoing Google Doc where we input that email and then we have it organized by different topics, you know, whether it's login issues, refund issues, general questions, all those things. So whenever somebody reaches out, we already have that template ready to go, which saves a lot of time and kind of takes the emotion out of it. We've already written these emails that are our best version, how we want to show up for our customers. And then we can use that. And then on top of that, I would really recommend, since you're already a full-time business, this might be something that is accessible for you. Even if it's for six hours a week, like one hour a day, six days a week, hiring a VA, hiring a virtual assistant who just helps with answering those emails for you. When you hire a VA, you could just take that Google Doc where you've already been compiling all your email templates and just hand it over, which makes it really easy to onboard her and kind of sets up the her or him and sets up the kind of tone that you're going to take with your customers. Yes. I, I think it's been one of the best decisions we've made, even more so for like the time it saved us by having someone else answer these emails, not spending hours a day doing that ourselves, but more so for our mental health. And having that VA helps to like filter, like I'm not in the trenches dealing with like the most upset people every day. On top of that, I also have John that kind of filters like between the VA and John, they both like filter, you know, I'm not seeing like the most hateful Facebook comments or emails or things like that. Of course, like I don't mind jumping in if it's gotten to that point. And, and I actually like, you know, connecting with someone if they're super upset and trying to, you know, turn that around. Like John was saying, like take that upset customer and turning it into a raving fan. But getting that distance has been so helpful for my mental health. And as, as well as uh, I've watched like so many other entrepreneurs I know, and like I've mentored and stuff, uh, also such an improvement in the way they saw their customers, the way they tr- felt about their business by having that kind of space. Yes. Amazing. Those, those are some, yeah, you've got to write those down and listen to that again. Those are some really, really big tips that can help your business. And I'd like to share 
a quick story. This is like when me and John first started, we actually had a booth at the French market. When we were artists, um, it was our first business. The French market was this outdoor year-round market that was in New Orleans, French Quarter, and there was probably like two to 300 vendors. And we would all go out and set up and like set up our little booths and sell our art and stuff like that. And it really was like a business boot camp. We learned so much in our time there. We interacted with so many people because New Orleans has such a large tourist economy. It was always like an influx of like completely new people that we're getting to meet and interact with. Yeah, every day is an opportunity to meet hundreds of new people. Yeah. And have them interact with your products right in your face, right in front of you in real time. It was such a good, such good feedback. It taught us so much, but it also taught us some really bad habits. Yes. Because of the way the French market was set up, it was very cutthroat and it really, uh, there was a real like scarcity mindset there that we also held while we were there. For sure. It just felt like, oh, we're competing with 200 people for customers for the same money, you know? Yeah. Like you would, you would make something and then the next day somebody would show up if, if you did well yeah, selling did something. Well, yeah. If you had a really good day and you're out there and all the other vendors are watching you do well within a week, they're going to try and have something similar to your product right next to you, <laughs> like five feet away from you. You're yeah. going to show up to work and they're going to be selling almost the same thing. Yeah. And if you have like the same thing you're selling as another vendor, like say you sell t-shirts, you could literally be side to side, like your tables touching each other, competing side to head to head, like with your competition. Yeah. Very unique. It's very, so it just really engendered like such a cutthroat attitude. But one of the really bad habits that we picked up there was there was a group of artists and actually, this was kind of a lot of the vendor. It kind of expanded beyond just artists, yeah, but everybody. especially artists. We did not like people taking photos of our art because people would come up, they'd zoom in, they'd take a nice photo. Yeah, you make a, I mean, think about it. You make a nice painting, you spend eight hours on it, you hang it on your rack. And next thing you know, people are coming up and cropping photos and taking, you're trying to sell the painting and they're just taking pictures all zoomed in on it. Yeah. Yeah. And we'd be like, well, why would they buy it? They just took a picture of it. Now they they have it already. They feel like they, they got it just because they took a picture of it. So everybody had like no photo sign and especially having, you know, not just one no photo sign. People, we would all have like four or five freaking yeah. no photo draw a camera you cross it out you know you have no photos written everywhere and we're talking on like two six foot long tables like yes, it was just crazy uh, so basically it became a thing where it's like every time someone would take a photo we would get super pissed off yeah, like it, it would go from zero to 60 real quick you yeah would, you would feel your blood boil you would turn red and it, <laughs> it was just like pavlov's dog probably said that wrong, but the way the dog would salivate every time a bell rang, whether there was a treat or not, it was like every time somebody took a photo, it was just like, 
yeah. your blood pressure would rise. If they're just holding you, you get camera, pissed. Like, oh my happy. gosh, you're right. They might, and, not even be happy. they might not even be taking a picture. Yet. Everybody had their phone. Everybody always had their phone in their hand. So you're just like just waiting for them to pull it out. Oh, oh, they're gonna take a picture right now. I'm so yeah. So <laughs> it was just like it was not it was not fun. Like it was super toxic, but it it was just uh, really hard to shake, and it made us miserable, and it definitely didn't help with sales, and it made us have a negative attitude towards people before we even talk to them if they yeah. literally walked up and they were holding a camera it's like you would already start being like they'd be on edge already <laughs> yeah it's so pathetic and this is honestly pretty embarrassing uh, to even share but that being said after some time we actually had the opportunity to open a brick and mortar retail store and one of the main decisions we made when we were moving to the store is i basically sat down and was like okay I am letting the no photos thing go. I knew this was something that made me miserable. It was going to make me miserable in our new business. This was the fresh start. And it's also just so stupid when you think about it now because... Yeah, yeah. you're, You're stopping people from taking photos of your work and sharing it with their friends and family and the social media and everyone that they could possibly show it to. It's literally free marketing. Yeah, it was free organic marketing. I mean, that's like the best. It's like testimonials. People literally taking a picture, sharing it on social media and then tagging us in it. Like that was amazing organic marketing that we had just been like shutting down because we had this like belief in our head that if someone took a photo, they won't buy stuff. Yes, yes. And it was just like a toxic cycle. So anyways, when we started the new store we decided not to carry that with us and it actually worked yeah it was hard at first it wasn't easy but really did work it was a wonderful change for our life and our emotional being everything yeah like people would come in they would be like taking photos of everything they'd be videotaping everything and then guess what they would buy stuff and they would buy stuff and you know what and i would be able to hold that thought in my head like oh wow look at they're having fun like they want to share this like this is gonna go great and it would it did not affect sales at all yeah and instead of thinking like think about your life you take photos of things you like like yeah. You are interested in them. You love them. You take a photo. You want to share it. Like, we should be, like, proud of that and happy that they want to do that. And so yeah. it was a very good thing to finally add that in. Yeah. So, like, the biggest takeaway is just really assessing in your life, in your business or in your life, what is the no photos sign to you in your business? Yeah. Is it someone being upset because their package got lost in the mail? Does that instantly trigger you into, like, feeling pissed off? Like you have, this is the point where you have to make a conscious decision. Like, because there's things that's, this is what I'm saying. There's things that are going to happen. They're out of your control. People want to take pictures of, you know, stuff while they're on vacation that they like. Yeah. That's a circumstance. What I have in control is like, am I going to let someone take a picture, like ruin my day and make me feel negatively about them? Who's potentially my customer? Or am I just going to like not care? Cause it actually doesn't fucking matter. Uh, and that's kind of like the attitude I encourage you to take. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Take a look at your business and see your life, your business and see if you have something like that going on. Yeah. And basically like a starting place since, I mean, we it's not going to work to go from I hate my customers to I love my customers as your belief like that. That is too much of a leap and it's not true. 
you can't really believe something if you don't believe it to be true. So really, your first step is going to just try to get to a more neutral place. So go from, I hate my customers to, you know, my customers are just people. Yep. My customers are just people. Sometimes they have bad days. Sometimes they have good days. You know, and then work your way from there or find a thought that is one step up from where you're at right now that can just feel neutral, feel okay, and start there. And then just like continue to build your way up. For sure. That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. And what what other advice do you have, John? Well, yeah, just going back to the question that our client asked, um, yeah, these broad generalizations, they can just creep in like we talked about. And um, a couple of things that I like to do to combat them. One we already talked about is having gratitude. Just remembering that you owe your customers everything. You wouldn't have a business without them. And just try to keep that in mind every single day. And I know it's hard when, you know, you're having bad interactions or a string of, you know, bad interactions happening. But, like, just keep that in mind at all times. Gratitude. The second one is uh, is just math, you know. As a marketer, you know, so many aspects of my job here at Modern Mystic Content come down to numbers. And if you look at 100 clients, let's say you have 100 clients a small percentage of them are not going to be happy or satisfied no matter what you do. And that is just a hard reality. It does not change. 3%, 5%, whatever it is out of 100 clients are not going to be happy. They're going to want that a refund. So they're going to they're going to put a bad comment on social media. They're going to go on Yelp, whatever it may be. But if you can recognize that fact, you can, you know, stop, you know, taking it so personally and Stop getting super emotional about it and just realize that it's just a fact. It's going to happen. And what can I do to move forward with the rest of my clients? Yeah. And you know, that makes me think of, uh, I have this friend, she's an entrepreneur as well. And we were talking about our businesses a few weeks ago. And she was just going like on and on about like this exact situation kind of that she was getting like so many refund requests and you know, she was having all these issues and she really didn't like her clients, blah, 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 blah. And so then I was like, how, what, like what percentage of your sales are you refunding? And it turned out it was 3%. I thought the way she was talking, I thought it was like 25 plus percent of her sales like had to be refunds because it sounded like her whole life. Like it sounded like that was all that was happening. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And 3% is amazing. That is great. That means 97% of your customers are very happy with your product or service. That's amazing. Yeah. And so like, that was the thing. I mean, even when it came down to numbers, it was like, well, how many refunds did you do this week? It was like, well, two. How many sales did you have this week? Well, like 95, you know, it's crazy, crazy. And yeah, and that's the thing, like you really are just going to hear from the most vocal, like top. Oh yeah, this is. 10% and the most vocal bottom 10%. Yeah, and like in real life, this is true, but on the internet, this is even more true. Like this is no that's joke. That's true. Yeah. I mean, we're all familiar with comment sections, you know, yeah. that's where you're hearing the most passionate voices. Yep. And those are the bottom five and the top five. <laughs> yeah. And, and what's crazy is. The other, you know, 80%, 85%, 90% who are just happy and enjoy the product, got nothing to say here, you know, the service, whatever, like, you're just not going to hear from them. Yeah. Think about your daily life, all the things you use on a daily basis that you like. You don't, you're not writing them. To oh my like, gosh, that's such a good point. Talk yeah. about it. You're not writing them to complain or to rave about how much you love it. You're just using them and you enjoy them and that's it. It doesn't go any further than that. Yeah. And if somebody asked you like, oh, do you like, you know, blah, blah, blah that you use, you'd be like, oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, exactly. That's, 
you probably didn't go online and like write that somewhere and publicly declare that. Yeah. So yeah, that's a really good point, John. All right. So that's pretty much it. I guess I do have one other suggestion and this has to do with, uh, you know, you're the leader of your business. You're the leader of your community you're creating of your clients and customers. And that means you get to set the tone. I think part of the breakdown that may be happening here between you and your customers, especially when you have an online business, is you're kind of, you know, instead of seeing another human on the other side of this interaction, you're just seeing like somebody who wants a refund. And that might be because it's happening both ways. I would also encourage you to take steps to humanize yourself more in your business. So Oh yeah, so true. That means like setting the tone in your business through the stuff you write, the pictures you post, you know, I know on Etsy you can put a bio and stuff. So like putting your story, putting your photo, making, you know, in your listings even, it can be more of a story what you're described, how to describe the product. So valuable. In your thank you emails, in your follow-up emails, your order place, you know, tell them about yourself, make it feel personal and all these things. We actually have had a well kind of have had an Etsy business as well it was a drop shipping business and we've had hundreds of sales on there and we really personalized it there was like our story in there of course like we had those same kind of issues things would get lost all of that but we actually never had a really like I mean, of course, people were upset when, like, their stuff got lost and, you know, they were expecting it, they're excited about it. But there was not one interaction that we weren't able to turn around and make right in a way that made them, like, a raving fan that not only, like, did their order (laughs) come late or get lost or whatever, but they would still end up leaving, like, a five-star review. And that's because, like, we kept it really personal. Like, you know, just being real with your clients. Like, I'm a small business. You know, I'm doing this all on my own. And I'm going to, miss. you know, if anything goes wrong, I'm going to do everything in my power to make it right. And people will understand that. And they'll feel connected to you and your story. And they'll want to support you. And you won't just be another, like, faceless, you know, something on Amazon, they just click like one click buy or whatever. And and they won't treat you that way. Definitely. All right. So I hope that's gives you some tips to get started. Pretty much just like really, it's kind of like what we were talking about last week, like self awareness is so important. Really looking at your own beliefs and how is the thoughts you're having about your customers kind of reflecting back to you in your interactions and in the way you're perceiving things going and just like look at the math like John was saying of your customers like let's just look at like let's look at the logic like how many people are seriously what percentage are seriously unhappy like that that will make it more realistic I can promise you it's not 50 percent it's probably well under 10 percent it's it's most likely two or three percent and so just keep that in mind that's just reality okay And then really just think about what is in your control. What are your triggers right now? What are the no photo sign in your life? And how can you start to shift those beliefs to seeing something more positive? And like, what can you do to cultivate more of a community vibe with your customers and that you guys are all in this together? 
It will make you happier. It will make your customers happier. Uh, just like continue to cultivate that relationship with them and just showing up with gratitude is gonna go so far in building your business and setting up the foundation for this to be successful over time, to have reoccurring customers and for you to enjoy your business more. Yes, 100%, yeah. And just know like these interactions, you might have a bad string of interactions, you know, you might feel a certain way about your customers, but just work, use these tools we've said, don't let it define you. It can just be for a short period of time. You can always change. Yeah, that's that's what business is. It's always changing. It's always evolving. And so your relationship with your customers can change and evolve. And we're always going to have, there's going to be bad weeks. There's going to be a week where it's just every day something is going to, you know, not be the way you want it to be. But don't let that define your overall view of yes. your customers and business. Yes. But anyways, thanks so much for your question. Yeah, thank you everybody for listening. We appreciate you. Yeah, I love you so much. Thank you for being here and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us today on the Modern Mystic Entrepreneur Podcast. We hope that today's episode has left you feeling inspired, empowered, and equipped with the knowledge you need to take your business to the next level. Remember, if you would like to have Shauna answer your question on a future episode or would like to learn more, head on over to the link in the show notes. Until next time, my friend, you got this.